0: Sat Nam, I'm Guru Prakarmakar. Guru Singh and I are appreciative of your vital role on this planet in an ever-growing global community, for it is your willingness to be here and listen that calls forth wisdom, that activates our collective voice in service. Your questions bring forth the answers. For a wealth of information about who we are and what we do, please visit gurusingh.com. Bless you. Satnam. There are eight billion people, nearly eight billion people on Earth. And Earth is a one room schoolhouse. And in that one room schoolhouse, as in all one room schoolhouses, We have levels of awareness that are various, varied. The majority of humanity is in the first developmental stage, which is known as the embryos. The embryos are learning to use the head brain, And that is a two-dimensional study. Right, wrong, good, bad, yes, no. Left, right, up, down, this or that. And to them, there is only two dimensions. Because they have not developed what is required to observe more. They're easily fooled by fear. They're easily conscripted. They're easily given slogans to recite. They're manipulatable. The next stage of development is the fetus stage, the fetal stage. Their task is to maximize their strength, so that they can go through the chrysalis process of the imaginal cells expressing the vastness of infinity, which they are not aware of yet. All they are aware of is, this is my this, this is my that, this is my other, This is, this is, this is, I, me, mine. Maximize strength, just like the fetus in the womb, in order to survive the birth. They're doing what they're supposed to be doing. And in doing so, they're conscripting this here, which is their audience. The embryos look to the fetals and the fetals control the embryos with fear. And this has happened throughout history. You've seen, you know, Jesus came with a great message and that got turned into onward Christian soldiers marching as to war. You know, all of the great teachings have been militarized. The Islamic teachings have been militarized. The Hindu teachings have been militarized. The Sikh teachings have been militarized. And in the south of India the Buddhist teachings have been militarized. Because they get conscripted by those who don't understand the vastness of infinity, And so they make up a series of rules and regulations that are two-dimensional that can then conscript the embryos. But this entire 87 percent of the world's population, 87.6 percent, suffers what is known as ignoring infinity. And that ignoring affinity in a derogatory term is known as ignorance. But one of the things about ignorance is that ignorance is not not knowing. Ignorance is ignoring what is known. Not because you are bad, but because you have not yet developed the skill set to observe what you are ignoring. This is a part of evolution. This is not a segmentation of a hierarchy. This is an equiarchy. Equal, but different. And then we come into the chrysalis, the, the natals that are in the birthing process, of disassembling the identity of their physiology as being the most important. And merging that chrysalis through the imaginal cells with the spirit and soul of infinity. And this is 10%. One out of ten. And so of all three of these categories, we're now at ninety-six point ninety-seven point six percent Or 96.7%. That's a lot of people. That's 9 out of 10. Almost 10 out of 10. And then those who are in the Dhyanal and those on the Bavishyal, the you and me, we represent 3.3% of the world's population. 3.3% of the world's population is still a lot of people. It is 264 million people who must not only wake up, but have the courage to act. Now, because ignorance is pandemic, it needs to be dealt with. Otherwise ignorance is involved in causing war, ignorance is involved in causing mass shootings, ignorance is involved in causing abuse, ignorance is involved in causing bigotry, ignorance is involved in causing all of the morbid dilemmas that we face here on this planet as human beings. One of the things that you must understand is that because ignorance does not observe its infinite capacity, because it has not yet developed the nervous system to observe it, that develops through the chrysalis process of the natal birthing. It sits in its ignorance believing that's all there is and listens to slogans And propaganda and demonstrations of strength that it wants to follow. Not strength, but violence that it wants to follow. Because it gathers as much violence and violence capacity with guns and all. It's been, throughout history, it's been rocks, it's been swords, it's been clubs, it's been arrows, it's been bullets, and now it's automatic weapons and weapons of war. Because its nervous system is very weak, not yet fully, not yet developed in any way shape or form, it feels that weakness and firepower makes it feel strong. And in that firepower is great suffering. You look at the war in Ukraine, they are demolishing entire cities to claim victory. That is not awareness. That is ignorance. And, you cannot ignore ignorance. Peace is not passive. But you also cannot condemn it. You cannot berate it. Because this only further ignites it. Because when you berate or condemn the ignorance of violence, it feels threatened. And when it feels threatened, it becomes more violent. And so consequently, we do our asanas, we do our kriyas, We do our pranayams, we do our meditations to give our nervous system the strength to withstand the images, to withstand the messages of that ignorant violence so that we can face the flames of fire and turn it into light. That we can stand in the heat and transform it. This was Krishna's message to Arjuna. This was the Buddha's message at the river. This was the message of Jesus in the desert and Mohammed at the mountain. This was the message of Moses. This was the message of Nanak and Guru Gobind Singh, Guru Ram Das, Babasiri Chand. This was the message of Lao Tzu. This was the message of Joan of Arc, of Mother Teresa, of Dirga, of Kali. Peace is not passive but it must be very articulate in how it operates. Ignorance does not know the consequences of its actions, not fully understands the consequences of its actions. And therefore, when there is this unbelievable violence, we cannot condemn the perpetrator because the perpetrator does not have a nervous system to comprehend the consequences of its violence. It only holds in its consciousness its goal. The Russian executive elite are only holding in their consciousness the messages of their goal. They do not have the nerve capacity to hold in their consciousness the message of the suffering. Not even of the suffering of their own people. They don't have a relationship with their purpose. They don't have a relationship with the Kundalini, the massive nerve center in the gut brain. They don't have a relationship with the core source of that beginning of the Kundalini rising. They have no idea of what that might be. And we are the ones who must have that idea, must exercise that idea, and must join together all of our neurological centers so that we don't just judge. I mean, obviously you have to judge. You have to judge right or wrong. You have to judge and know that this is wrong. But then you have to connect to it so that you can make an effort to change it by connecting and then you have to deliver and receive the feedback and deliver and receive the feedback through the heart center. We must approach it holistically, holy. That's what the word holy means. Is that you approach every circumstance in your life with a holistic view and a holistic attitude and a holistic action. A holistic action is that you act and you comprehend the consequences of your action. Not just the immediate consequence, the primary consequence, but the secondary consequence and the tertiary consequence. And in that way, you avoid all of the unforeseen consequences. And that is what we must ignite within the inspiration of our heart-brain. That we breathe to believe. And we speak, the lips are from the lung myofascial network. The tongue is from the heart's myofascial network. The lips and the tongue are an expression of the heart center. Just like the lips surround the tongue when you speak, the lungs surround the heart. As within, so without. And you speak in three levels at every moment. The level of hope, the level of will, willingness, action. And the level of experiencing and being able to withstand the response. The level of courage. Hope, will and courage. The three layers of the heart. You breathe to believe in hope, will and courage. And the will gives you the ability to take this and put it here. And you speak. You speak words that have consequence. When we speak words that have consequence within ourselves, it's mantra. When we speak words that have consequence outside ourselves, it's tantra. That relational component. And in doing so, we end up being able to work with the screen of life and our screen of life, our circle of relations, then influence society. And we gain strength from our genealogy through the Adi Shakti portal into the 13 grandmothers. And we receive our instructions from the universal mind because we tune in every day through our daily practice through coming to classes like this through doing those things that take our physiology in the body our physiology in the gut brain the heart brain and the head brain and we put it into a frequency a literal frequency vibration of sound so that we can influence the screen which can then influence society clearing genealogy and being instructed by the universal mind. This is how we must not ignore ignorance we must activate all of these mechanisms so that we can in fact save this world because it is on us it is not on any of the politicians to save this world it is not on any of the religious leaders to save this world. It is not on any one other than us because we are who we are. We are the ones who have been assigned. We are the ones who have been given the internal instructions And it's through our devotion to getting our physiology and our three brain centers vibrating in resonance with the universe that we are able to then have a clear path in for the signals and the directions that will give us what the Buddha prayed and my mother told me every single day of my life growing up. The places you are to go, you shall go. The people you are to meet, you shall meet. The words you are to say will form on your lips as you speak. And that which you are to achieve is already done. In the physics of infinity, That which is, was, and is to be. And that which is to be already is. It's just a matter of the dimensional confluence that enables us to become aware of, Oh, now I'm able. But you've always been able. But once that awareness comes into play, then with that awareness, you can take action. And in that action, what happens is that all of these developing embryos are showered with very intentional, very instructional love. When we say, when we say, shower the violence and the ignorance with love, We're not saying love the ignorance and love the violence. We are saying when you shower the ignorance and the violence with love, the ignorance relaxes, the violence ceases, and suddenly they have the sense of safety that their ignorance caused their violence to try to seek out. This is the formula for solution. How does that love appear? That is, the words you are to say shall form on your lips as you speak. The actions that you are to take will come to you in the moment. That is why we must always keep ourselves clear from even bigotry surrounding (coughs) those that are perpetrating unthinkable and despicable acts of violence. We must be able to face that flame and not have it turn us into an emotional inability. That's what our nervous system, we are talking about nerves last week, the week before, this week. That's what a strong nervous system enables. Bless you for joining us. Visit Gurusingh.com for an ever-expanding archive of lectures, videos, yoga sets, meditations and more.